Hello everybody and welcome to the Gradcracker webinar. Today's webinar features the Science and Technologies Facilities Council, also known as STFC. So who are they? STFC is one of Europe's largest research organisations. And what do they do? They work on a variety of engineering, research and technology projects. They work on everything from cancer research to clean energy and powering transport. They also um, work in a variety of sectors, um, which include things like space, pharmaceuticals, digital animation, um, physics-based manufacturing. So they cover nearly everything that you could possibly imagine. If you do check out their hub on Gradcracker, um, it's full of information, including what it's like to work for them, the graduate and internship journeys, hints and tips, guidance and advice. So after the webinar, make sure you take a look and find out more. Um, obviously, we'll be covering all of that information today um, as part of this webinar. Um, so, yeah, really excited to um, get to know the grads and the interns a little bit more. And obviously, Ben as well, who is the recruitment manager there at STFC. Just to give you a bit of background, um, so Jess and I actually visited um, STFC in Oxfordshire a couple of years ago. And I think you'll second this, Jess, but we were absolutely blown away by the facilities there. I mean, it is huge. We actually got lost and we had to be guided. <laughs> Can you remember? <laughs> yeah, I was driving around, I was like, where are we? It was good though, because we just like pulled up and somebody said, oh, do you know where this is? And they helped us and we got a map and everything else. It was absolutely oh, yeah. fine. It was amazing, but, isn't it? It's like a, almost like a huge campus, wasn't it? Really, yeah, if you were to yeah. describe it. It's like a big university campus. Yeah. It was brilliant, exactly. really, really nice, really posh. Yeah, that's what I was going to go on and say. It was a, it was a real campus feel. Um, and we, during our trip, and we met a graduate, so he was a graduate there, and he took us on a journey all the way through um, STFC's history, um, the on-campus facilities that they've got there, um, and, and what they did. And he actually treats us to lunch, which was nice, because we don't normally get that when we, when we go out to visit places. Um, so yeah, the general vibe, um, the campus and everything else was, was really good. So hopefully if you're a student out there and you're thinking, oh, do I want to apply to STFC, then I would definitely think it is it's worth a go worth a shot um, and there's they've got plenty of different types of opportunities which are also open for you to um, apply for which Ben again will cover a little bit later on um, as part of the webinar so to do introductions and um, so I've said Ben you know, I've kind of mentioned you quite a few times now in your job um, I've worked with Ben now for a good few years and um, Ben and I's relationship is based on Ben pulling his hair out about when their opportunities are open and, and everything like that, which we have experienced together over the last couple of weeks. But just so you can introduce yourself, Ben, could you um, just tell everybody who you are and a brief introduction about your role? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So thank you, Carla. So my name's Ben. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the Early Careers Recruitment Manager at STFC. So I oversee the recruitment within my team um, for all of our graduate placements, uh, sorry, graduate opportunities, industrial placements and our summer placement students as well. And we've been starting to work with our apprentice team as well within STFC to, to work in that area as well. So that's coming under my team. Um, we work really closely with the learning and development teams as well. So there's a separate team that uh, sort of manage the, the L&D side of things on the graduate scheme. But um, yeah, as I say, my, my role and responsibility is to, to manage and, and oversee the recruitment uh, for all of our early careers opportunities. Yeah, thanks, Ben. And for you know, for somebody who's watching, will they get to meet you as part of the application process? You almost definitely will. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, 
you know, through, throughout, well, you, you have the, my, my team's contact details throughout the entire process. So if you've ever got any questions about the process itself or anything like that, then you can get in touch with us all really, you know, really easily. Um, we're really approachable as well. So yes, I'm sure my name or, or someone in my, my team's name will crop up um, over the next few months. Fab. And if you look, you know, if you look behind Ben as well, I was just looking behind you, Ben, I haven't got my specs on, but that's the, that's the facilities there, isn't it, at Oxfordshire? It is, yeah. So this, yeah, behind me is the it's the Harwell campus. So um, it's yeah, it's a massive, great big science site. Um, we've we've got all sorts on there that we'll we'll talk uh, talk a little bit more about, I think, later on. But um, yeah, it's a really exciting, cutting edge place. Yeah, cool. Thanks very much, Ben. Um, and now over to the the grads and interns. So it's going to be a little bit confusing because we've got two Beckys, but we like to make life a little bit challenging for ourselves. So we've got Becky F and Becky H. Um, so Becky F, could you um, introduce yourself, you know, what university you studied at and what you studied, if that's okay? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I'm Becky. I originally did a master's in astrophysics at the University of Liverpool um, and I finished the graduate scheme a couple of years ago and now I'm working as a research software engineer. Fantastic. Um, so what does a research engineer actually, you know, actually do? What, what kind of research do you carry out? Um, so a research software engineer is somewhere between a scientist and a software engineer. It's quite a new label. It's, it's sort of a job that's only come about in the past seven years or so. Um, and I basically help scientists um, and write software to enable them to anal analyse and simulate their data. Oh, wow. Cool. Thanks, Becky. And Jess, I'll touch on that a little bit, for, a little bit later on um, as part of the webinar. Um, Becky, eh, Becky, Becky H, I'm done, Becky F, Becky H, if I could come to you. Um, so similar question, you know, what did you study at university? Um, which uni did you go to? And what do you do now at STFC? So, um, hi, I'm also Becky. <laughs> um, I went to Plymouth University and I did an integrated master's in robotics and I now work as a graduate control software engineer as um, part of the central laser facility at SDFC. Fantastic. I'm quite excited about um, Becky as well. So Becky H this morning she um, got in touch with her old lecturer at Plymouth University um, and I know he's now watching. He or she Becky should I say. Shout out to everyone at Plymouth. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> he's, he's now watching and then there's loads of students there who are actually logged into the call so heads up to you guys. I hope you're all enjoying it. Credit, credit to your, your tutor as well. He's obviously done a fantastic job in teaching and, and you know, educating you to get to where you are at STFC. So, yeah, welcome, everybody. And Matt, last but by no means least, um, if you want to introduce yourselves, same questions. Yeah, so hi, everyone. I'm Matt. Uh, I'm studying Integrated Masters in Computer Science at the University of Leeds. Um, I'm in my fourth year of studies. Um, I'm currently on an industrial placement at STFC, and my role is scientific software engineer. Brilliant, thank you. I didn't realise you went to Leeds. I love Yorkshire. Um, so, right. What was that? Sorry. Sorry. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. <laughs> I was going to do that, but I thought best not. Um, so, um, you've done the introduction. I have given everybody um, a, a bit of a brief introduction to who STFC is. But this is a question to you, Ben. Um, what do you think that other people should know? So, for example, you know, how are you funded? And kind of a, a secondary question to that, are there any misconceptions about SCFC that you would like to um, cover as part of this webinar? Yeah, absolutely. So STFC is, well, we're a massive organisation. Yes. Um, we've got sites all across the UK. So we've got, so we've got a big Harwell campus in 
in Oxfordshire, but we've also we're we're up in um, at the Daresbury Laboratory as well, which is up towards Liverpool. Um, we've got a site in Edinburgh, which is the um, that's where sort of our astronomy teams live as well. So we yeah we are we are massive, um, and there are yeah there, there are a couple of thousand people across uh, across STFC as well. So we are we're publicly funded, so we are um, a non-departmental government body so what that means is we essentially we we sort of work with bays um the government and we are funded by taxpayers money um and so obviously we're, we're not for profit but all of our facilities are open for uh, you know sort of startup companies can come and use them we get a lot of university students doing projects phd students for example are all welcome to come and use the facilities that we've got because yeah, you can't find you can't find some of these sort of things on, on university campuses. So um, we've got a collection of yeah some of the world's finest um, science technology across uh, across all of the various sites. So yeah, there's 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 a lot that goes on, and, and hopefully today we'll be able to give you a bit of a a bit of a behind the scenes look, I suppose, as to what goes on at STFC and, and some of the science that happens here as well. Yeah, I know that the, the grads are going to speak a, bit, a little bit later on about the experience that they've gained and the projects that they've been working on as well. So really looking forward to that. Um, okay, Ben, so we're going to come back to you a little bit later on towards the end of the webinar. Um, you're going to cover off um, the different types of opportunities which will be open to students who want to apply and also the recruitment process how things have changed. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment in the world with COVID and everything else, but Ben would like to um, answer in more detail about how the recruitment, recruitment process has changed and um, what they're going to do moving forward. And then Ben's also going to give um, you, the audience, lots of hints and tips about applying um, to STFC. So for now, thanks everybody. Thanks for the introductions. I'm going to hand over to Jessica. Got your full title, Jess, uh, who is going to um, speak to the grads and also Matt as well, the intern. Over to you. Yes, thank you. So, Matt, I'm going to start with you. That's okay, my love. So, what I want to know is, um, obviously, you're in your placement um, role at the moment, which is very exciting. Um, going right back to the beginning, then, how did you find out about SCFC initially? So my university told me about Grand Cracker, which is what made me make an account on there. And then I started searching <laughs> all the different placements uh, within computing and technology, I think it's called on, on your website. Um, so yeah, I was just following employers um, through the list and then came across STFC. I'd already heard great things about STFC, so which is why I followed them. And then after a couple of weeks, I got an alert to say the placements are available and I started applying from there. Brilliant. Um, and if you don't mind me asking, what made STFC stand out to you versus the other companies? I know you said that, you know, you heard a lot of good stuff about them, but what were those good things? So I actually had a friend who did a placement here last year and he basically just said the campus was amazing. All the staff were friendly. It's, it's like going to university for another year, but you're getting paid. So that was a massive selling point for me. Um, but yeah, I also sort of knew with my career, I wanted to go into scientific computing. So um, I saw the science highlights from the ISIS neutron and muon source. Um, and it all just sounds really interesting and like great to be a part of. So I thought STFC was the best place to, to start my career. Brilliant. So now you're on, so where are you at, sorry, in your placement now? Are you 
coming to the end or I'm still at the beginning. I started in July, so I'm starting in July, brilliant. Starting in July. And what have you been doing since July? What does a typical day look like for you, Matt? So a normal day, I, I have a meeting every day. We call it a stand-up meeting. And it's basically just the, your team gets together and we sort of just say what we're working on, or what we've just finished working on. Uh, we just let each other know what's happening so we don't do the same thing twice. Um, right. We also ask for help as well in those meetings. Um, they're normally about 20 minutes every day. And then once you've done that, um, I'll probably go on to a bit of coding. So I work mostly in C++ and Python. Um, I work on lots of different parts of the software that I work on, but I'll get uh, explain more of that a little bit later. Um, so yeah, as well as coding, I also review other people's work. So the software I work on is called Mantid. It's, um, it's actually worked on by lots of different facilities. So people from France or America also work on a software and we all submit our work and we have to review each other's work to make sure it's all up to scratch. And so that's another big part of the job, just going through and testing and making sure it all works fine. That's a responsibility for a placement student to yeah, be there's, there's, they, people's work. They, oh, my. You're, you're really part of the team. They don't sort of just chuck you to the side. Oh, brilliant. So... Can you tell me a bit, obviously doing the, the Mantrid program sounds brilliant, but is there anything else that's kind of been a real eye-opener, a real, real good experience since you joined in July? So we have a release coming out on Monday, and as part of that, we had to do some beta testing with the scientists, and I was actually fortunate enough to take part in that. So I was able to sit on a Zoom call with um, a particular scientist, and he was um, testing a feature that I'd written and I was getting positive feedback as I was coming in and saying, oh, this is great, like, okay, now I'll do this. And just like having that feedback there was, was really good. Um, yeah, I, I bet. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I allowed to ask what kind of, what, what was the project, project about? Um, can, you, can you? Yeah, yeah, it's all public information. Um, okay. <laughs> anybody can go and look at it. Like, people say, oh, it's the government, it's secret. It's really, yeah. it's for everybody. Um, so the project itself is called Mantid. Um, it's used all over the world, actually. Um, it's, it's a generic data reduction software without being too technical. Um, so you heard me mention earlier the ISIS neutral muon source. So scientists run experiments using this source and they get lots and lots of data coming off of it. Um, so they, they will then go to Mantid and they will feed in the data, do some processing and they get useful information out about the structure of what they're trying to analyze or magnetic field strengths I call around. It's, it's really complicated stuff. I couldn't tell you much about it. Um, but yeah, so it's just a lot of science basically. <laughs> wow. So I, I can imagine, you know, the experience that you've had so far, you, you probably see they're going to be very beneficial to you in, you know, in the future. And can you see yourself coming back to FC, SCFC when, you know, when you've finished your placement? Yeah, I mean, like actually in the team now, there's a lot of people who are, have been on placement and they've, they've come back. So that's a really good sign to see um, yeah. that people are coming back. So yeah, it's definitely uh, something to think about. Definitely, yeah. Um, fab, well, that was really good. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate that overview of the experience you've had so far. Becky, I'm going to move to you next. Sorry, Becky H. I'm going to move to you next, Bashir. So, um, so you're a current grad. 
you're on yeah. the grad scheme. Um, can you tell me a bit about, um, you know, did you do a placement first or did you go straight onto the grad program? Tell me a bit about your first experiences with STFC. Yeah. So I did a, a year long placement as well. Um, but my placement year was actually at the Dursbury Laboratory, which is the one uh, near Warrington. And then after I completed that, I came down to the uh, Howell campus in Oxfordshire. So uh, in my, on my placement, I was part of the control system and safety interlocks group. And it's actually quite a similar role to the one I'm now in. Um, so I worked on like Clara, which is a linear particle accelerator. And I got to like meet loads of different engineers and scientists. And I, I had a really good time basically. And I got to do extra stuff too, like be part of the um, women's STEM committee and, and get involved in uh, public engagement as well. Fantastic. Um, so why did you choose to apply to SCFC? What again, what made SCF stand out to you initially? Yeah, so I, I chose to come back to do the grad scheme, basically, just because I'd enjoyed my placement so much. So yeah. the role I'm in now is quite similar. So I knew that I enjoyed the actual work. So I, it just made sense, basically, to come back and do something similar again, but just on the other yeah. site. Um, and in general, it's like really, really interesting um, technical work and, and getting so involved. Like I'm not a scientist, but you get quite involved with the science and, and you get to learn a lot about different fields and topics which is really cool and like yeah. it's, it's all quite impactful as well like you mentioned for example it's like can go towards like cancer research and stuff and so mm -hmm. it's really cool to know that the science that you're aiding is then actually like impacting people's lives mm -hmm. and and just yeah. in general that the feel of it, um I think Ben's already mentioned about the sort of like campus feel and, and stuff on the RAL site but it's the same at the um, Desbury Laboratory as well and I can say yeah. that, yeah, both of the ones I've worked on are, are really similar and it's just a, a lovely place to be. Oh, that's good. So day-to-day -day life then, what's, what's kind of a normal day looking like for you at the moment? Um, I'm guessing, are you you're working from home? I am, yes. Back, yeah, yeah you're working from home. Um, how's that, what's, it, what's life like at the moment then for you being at home and still managed to do your job? Yeah, so normal sort of day job is that I write software for... Um, we use something called um, EPICS, which is um, for making distributed control systems. So I will, will write software to communicate with a device, say like um, a motor or a vacuum gauge or something. And then the software that I write allows um, scientists to um, monitor and control things. And so they can do that from any uh, PC as long as it's on the same network, which is quite cool. Um, and the grad scheme itself, generally you get to do a lot of like soft skills training and also being part of a graduate cohort means that you automatically kind of like part of a community mm. and um, the networking with other graduates has been really helpful so like for example I've made some friends who are at the ISIS um, neutron and muon source and uh, we discovered that we all use epics and we were like oh okay then so we've, we've like met up sometimes to just like talk about how to use epics and how to get used to it because it is quite a specific technology that's only really used for like particle accelerators and lasers and, and big facilities so it's not something you'd probably come across at uni so it's been really good yeah, like having well, other people that are in the same boat sorry interrupt I was about to, what does a, an epic mean can you just explain that to me Am I being... yes so um, epic stands for experimental physics and industrial control system I definitely okay. didn't almost forget <laughs> that <laughs> and so it's it's a set of software tools I suppose you'd say that um, is what allows you to have um, that distributed control system so that everyone can access all the devices from anywhere sort of thing. Right I see. 
Brilliant. So, um, you know, obviously doing stuff like that is kind of additional to your to your grad program. You know, I guess, you know, you've kind of made the effort of getting these people together, realising that you do this, you know, you all using the, the ethics. So is there any other things that you do that you've, you, you're kind of doing additional to your grad program? Um, you know, you've mentioned about um, women in engineering. What kind of other experiences have you had so far? Yeah, so um, since I joined RAL, I've, I've rejoined the, the Women in STEM committee. So um, I'll help like discuss current issues and we run events. And um, for example, recently I, I was lucky enough to get a, somebody had, had written a book on um, equality, gender equality in the workplace. And I managed to get them to come in and speak to us and, and do like a book club event. So like that was an amazing opportunity. And so like, and, and that's quite a good thing in terms of um, like skills building as well. So it's not only the, the events themselves, but the kind of, yeah, what you learn from it as well. And, and stuff like, to be honest, today, this is a pretty good like public, public speaking opportunity. So yeah, just all sorts of stuff, really. Just getting involved in lots of things. Um, which kind of leads me on to my second question, because about um, I know that SCFC encourage um, their grads to become STEM ambassadors. Um, so I'm guessing now you are a STEM ambassador and could you tell the students a bit about what a STEM ambassador does and the work that you've been doing off the back of that as well? Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, I think it's been mentioned already, but STFC does like a lot of public engagement work and um, it's sort of really like um, key that we want to engage people to get people interested in STEM. So mm -hmm. back when we were on site, it could be, for example, groups of kids coming in to uh, receive talks or um, we had like workshops and things so like you might show someone a cool science experiment and then explain how it works and um, show them around the site that sort of thing but it's actually been really cool since we've all been working from home that's all like kept happening like obviously we can't bring people on site but uh, recently I helped with um, some students were doing uh, like a python project learning about python and right. like we just all joined a zoom call and and did like a question and answer thing so they could say like why doesn't my code run and you say oh you're missing like this thing to do with the syntax or whatever and yeah it, it means like we can still all get involved and, and get people interested in stem subjects even though we we can't meet up face to face which i think is awesome that is really good and you must be really proud of yourself you know so early on in your career that you're giving back and you're inspiring young people i love it that, that you can that you can have the opportunity to do that so it's really good yeah, it's, it's really good. And generally, um, well, like Matt said, like you really get given like proper responsibility. Like it is, I know this is like really cheesy because everyone says this, but it's like a real job from day one, basically. I know that's like the phrase that's always used, but like <laughs> um, I, I get involved in like quite big projects and like I'm like a key part of certain teams for things. And I'm, sometimes I'm like, why am I being trusted with this? But like, <laughs> it's just that they, they really think that you know they've hired you and so they know they trust you to do the job basically so yeah. it's really really nice and Matt that sounds like you know really what you've said and you've like I said you've been there since July and you've been handed early such early responsibilities which is absolutely amazing yeah we're just just thrown into the deep end <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a little bit of a, a life jacket on <laughs> yeah they're, they're always there to help <laughs> good so talk about top secret then, um, uh, sticking with you Becky still, what is um, the kind of projects that you're working on now? Can you give us kind of an inside scoop on the projects that you're working on at the moment? 
Yeah, definitely. I, I'll just talk a bit about what um, is going on at the CLF at the moment generally. So we've got a new massive project called EPAC, which stands for Extreme Photonics Application Centre, which is going to be a laser driven accelerator, which is really exciting. And it's going to allow us to, um, well, we're going to build on existing technology and allow us to do new types of experiments. So for example, mm -hmm. like high resolution imaging for inspecting components. And so this is yeah. like a multi-million pound project where from from nothing we, we're having to go from at the moment they're like pouring concrete into the ground to build it we've got to go yeah. from that to complete working laser system <laughs> so there's like all kinds of new challenges because it's so much bigger it's like how are we going to handle the amount of data how are we going to handle like networking and like the sheer distance between one end to the other so there's like all these little things where you wouldn't initially think about it but there's so much work going on mm -hmm. in so many different little areas to to work together to make that project so it's really cool <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm part of a few sort of like sorry I keep talking over you I do apologize everybody. no it's fine Becky that's gonna be transformational though for STFC it's gonna be this is gonna be a massive project for you all so will you be involved from start to finish Yes, so I've already been involved in a few meetings to do with it. So I'm part of like some of the, the like working groups for it. So we're having the discussions now and, you know, doing sort of like requirements gathering, figuring out what we need, how we're going to do it, thinking about what sort of manufacturers to use for certain parts. And, and yeah, I'll be working on it all the way through to the completion of the build and, and possibly um, supporting it after that as well. So, yeah, really sort of start to finish. And, and it's... It's, it blows my mind a little bit because it's going to take something like, I think, four years off the top of my head. So, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, I'll still be here and I'll work on it and I'll get to see this huge pro project from literally nothing <laughs> to a working facility, which is like really exciting. And just um, to add one more unrelated thing, just as a nice sort of like shout out, uh, shout out to some nice research. Um, some CLF um, scientists recently collaborated with some scientists at um, some universities and they've um, found something that can fight um, like superbugs, which sounds really cool, um, like uh, antibiotic resistant superbugs. So like, yeah, it goes to show again that like it's really impactful work and it's, it's really cool to be involved. Yeah, I can imagine it is. You know, it feels as though, you know, when you go to work, you come home at the end of the day, you think, you know, the work that you're doing is is valid and it's making the world a better place, which is really impressive. And it must be a lovely feeling to have. Um, Definitely. So, you know, you, you've touched upon how, you know, you, kind of your five-year plan and hoping that you, you will stay there. Will this uh, project, the big project you were talking about, will that be finished, do you think, in five years? Do you think that's, you'll be I kind think of... so, yeah. So I think, it, generally speaking, I don't really know exactly where I think I'll be in five years, but I, I know that I would like to still be in the same team because I'm really, really enjoying it. And I yeah. maybe just get involved in more different projects and perhaps potentially take on more responsibility. I don't know. But basically, I just want to do what I enjoy and what I'm interested in. And SGFC yeah. is really good at supporting that. So like... Brilliant that's the best thing I could wish for really like they really listen to so what is it you want to focus on what do you want to go into as your career progresses and and so that's like really helpful and, and really cool so you must have found that quite early on then that you know you can kind of carve your own path throughout the grad scheme and make it yours and make it you know 
absolutely yeah so um whenever we have like meetings um you know like uh, line manager meetings they'll ask like is there any training you need to be sent on to to go in the direction you want to go and like would you rather get involved in this or this and yeah it, it really is they help you shape your career in the way that you want to which is brilliant brilliant that's great thanks becky so becky f moving over to you um so obviously your role's a slightly bit different as you mentioned right at the beginning so it sounds very interesting and um, what made you initially go into uh, um the, the role that you're in now um Ask so during my yes sure um yes um while um doing my degree i've done a couple of programming modules and i hadn't really done any programming before but i thought that was really interesting um, so I wanted to continue doing that and with a science application because I'm also really interested in science. Um, yeah, so when I uh, saw STFC advertising for scientific computing jobs, I thought science computing, that's perfect for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so when, what kind of initially attracted you to STFC? Obviously, you've said you kind of saw the collaboration of both, but, you know, was you already interested in that that kind of route, that career of scientific research or? Um, so I think, um, so I sort of considered doing a PhD for a while, but then I right. thought that it was too similar to what I was already already doing at university for four years. So I wanted something a bit different and STFC seemed like a really sort of great sort of halfway between academia and industry with, and yeah. all the science that they do with their facilities, ISIS, Diamonds, Central Laser Facility was really interesting and also their international collaborations with the Large Hadron Collider, Square Kilometre Array, things like that. I just yeah. thought it was really impressive and a great opportunity. Definitely, yeah, very impressive. So um, can you tell me a bit about your department, Becky? So it's the Scientific Computing Department, am I right in saying that you, you work in? Um, you've shot it down to the SCD. Um, can you tell me a bit about, about that department and what it's actually like? Yeah, sure. Um, it's really hard to summarise what we do, but sort of in a nutshell, it would be we provide computational expertise to support science and UK industry. Um, so we do that in a variety of ways, um, from modelling, software development, data storage. Um, so to give you some examples, um, we've got a computational science and engineering division. So that basically combines modelling and high performance computing to solve problems in all areas of science, chemistry, biology, physics. Um, and that can be applied to a lot of things, for example, creating more efficient battery storage, anti-cancer drugs, that sort of thing. Um, and we also have, for example, a machine learning group, which formed in 2018. So that's quite, um, so we're constantly evolving to take advantage of uh, new technologies. Um, and they've already done some really interesting work, for example, identifying cloud coverage in satellite images and um, detecting damage in optics for the central laser facility, for example. Brilliant. Could you kind of, oh, sounds like some impressive, impressive projects you've worked on. What's kind of been your favourite project you've worked on so far? Um, so, yeah, so just to give everyone a summary, um, during the graduate, the SED graduate scheme, you do four, six month projects during your two years in the graduate scheme. Um, and my favourite one was um, working in the application performance engineering group. So they do high performance software development. Um, and I worked on a fluid dynamics code. So that's basically simulating fluids for things like um, uh, coastal defences or oil rigs, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's quite a technical research project. Um, so they basically model parts of fluid as, um, as particles and you have lots of these all together. 
and I basically worked on trying to order the information about these particles in computer memory so that the ones that are close in physical space are also close in memory to try and improve performance. Right. Um, so that was quite a in technical research project. But at the end, so I found that really interesting. And at the end, I ended up writing a conference paper and going to talk at a conference in Spain for that. Um, wow. so, yeah, so that was a week long um, conference and I got to talk to lots of people eat lots of nice food, enjoy the sun. So that was a really nice way to round off the project. Perfect. Again, you know, it's a similar experience. You've got, been given a lot of responsibility, haven't you? To, to kind of understand, take on that project and then present it at the end of it, which is, is really impressive. And um, Becky, when did you finish your graduate scheme then? And um, so I finished the graduate scheme in 2017. Yeah, so about three years ago. So three yeah, I've been years at SDFC for five years, so. Yeah. Brilliant. And so tell me a bit about what you've been doing since the, since the graduate scheme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So at the, at the end of the graduate scheme, you're guaranteed a, um, a permanent job at the end. So in SD, SCD, you can sort of go and sort of figure out where, you know, where you want to be based on what you've been interested in. Because I was interested in scientific software development, I went to the computational physics group. And um, so that's where I work at the moment. Um, I'm currently working on a project with the a group, research group in ISIS called the Excitations Group, and they inf investigate um, vibrations in materials. Um, and they have their own set of instruments that have real problems um, analysing the sort of vast amounts of data that comes off those instruments. Um, so I basically, um, now I'm a lead developer on a Python package that we're developing to help them simulate their data. Um, so that, um, that involves sort of speaking to scientists, getting their requirements, um, learning new science and figuring out how to translate that into efficient code, which is something I really enjoy. Yeah, I bet. Again, look, hearing from all your experiences, you um, you kind of get the the experience of speaking to loads of different types of people. You know, you, you said you're speaking to scientists, you're speaking to you know tech people that you know the, the computer side you know and it must be really good for you know personal skills to kind of build up your communication skills build up you know those presentation skills and also reporting back and things like that you get you get in a real good exposure personally as well as um you know working with some fantastic people which just seems really really positive yeah absolutely um, yeah and um, so what would you say, um, what kind of advice could you give to um, someone who's considering going on the, the graduate scheme, Becky? You know, what kind of experience really shone out to you? And would you, you know, what, really what I'm trying to say, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about applying to, to um, STFC? Um, I would just say, uh, yeah, having a real enthusiasm for science is a really important thing. And if you've got that, then that you're halfway there. So, um, yeah, just be yourself and have enthusiasm. And yeah, that's, that's all I can say. <laughs> Brilliant. No, this sounds like you nailed it to me. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, guys. Uh, Carla, I'll hand it back to you. Thank you very much, Jess, and thanks, everybody. Um, so, Ben, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I know we've got, like, questions that we want to cover off, but there's there's a few bits and pieces that I scribbled down on my pad um, that um, the Beckys and, and Matt mentions during um, their, their little section there. So just to, I mean, all of the, the, the grads and, and Matt spoke about the different locations that they could be based. Do you get to choose the different the location that you want to be based in, or is that dependent on which area of the business are you going to go into? It's dependent on yeah which which department you want to go to within the organisation, because all yeah all of our different departments tend to be based 
at different sites. So yeah, so the role, rather than choosing which location, it depends upon the role you want to apply for. Yeah. But we usually have quite a nice spread across, um, across sites anyway. Yeah, okay. And obviously when the, um, the roles are going to be live on Monday, yeah. which we yes. are very excited to say. Um, so when the roles go live on Monday, um, obviously the location will be, will be specified um, within the role. On Gradcracker, if you wanted to work for it for a certain location, you can even use the, the search and the, the location search on the site as well. Um, so make sure you look out for, for one of your you know, desired locations if it, if it fits um, the role that you want to go into. Um, ben, in total, so... The, the grads have obviously had loads of different experience and everything else. How many grads and interns are you looking to recruit this year? So we've got quite high numbers, actually. So we're looking at around about 50 graduates. Yeah. And around about 65 industrial placement students as well. And then we'll be probably in the new year, we'll be recruiting for about 40 summer placements as well. Okay, so you're going to have two, two different rounds. So on Monday, we're going to go live with your year-long internships and your graduate opportunities. And then in Jan, we're going to go live with your summer placements. Exactly right, yeah, that's it. Okay, so message out to everybody. Obviously, if you're looking to do a summer placement, make sure you follow STFC. And then come January time, you'll be alerted, um, like Matt said, sold it brilliantly. Like Matt said, you'll receive an, um, an email and push notification when the summer placement's open. And then you might as well go and um, follow STFC now to be alerted about their opportunities on Monday for the year-long interns and the graduate opportunities. Um, something else that I was kind of querying, um, Ben, I think it was I think it was Becky H when you spoke about the different placements. So the graduate programme lasts for two years and then there are four placements in total with you know six months. So do, do you get to choose which placement you go on? So it, it depends. It depends. Some of our departments have placements. Yeah. So like Becky mentioned, SCD, Scientific Computing Department, you do rotate around the four. Um, however, other departments, you just do the one, you know, just the one role. Mm -hmm. um, so CLF, for example, you, you apply for the one role and that's just that's the one role that you'll you'll be sort of in and, and looking after for, for the two years. So, yes, yeah, so it's a bit it's a bit complicated like that. But yeah. they, do, they do rotational. Um, but most of our other departments, it tends to be just the one role. But you still, you know, you still find yourself getting involved in all sorts of projects. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not it's not a case of you'll sit on one project for the entire graduate scheme. As as Becky was mentioning, you, you find yourself working across a huge, a huge number of different projects throughout the time with us. Yeah. And another thing, you know, you, you mentioned it again, Becky and Jess, you kind of finished off on it as well about the, the, the soft skills that the, the grads will learn and the interns will learn through, through the, their process there. And I know we mentioned about presentation skills and everything else and public speaking. For, for you as a recruiter, what sort of soft skills do you think that they will learn through the process? Good question. Good question. I am setting you up, Ben. I'm sorry because I didn't. I didn't put you on any of this, but I just thought, oh, I can ask that one. <laughs> it's really important. You you get a whole a huge variation of soft of soft skills. I think on on this program, you know, you will you'll, you'll improve your your communication skills, things like team working. You know, we we really push working in teams and and, and how you work as a team. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure um, sure there's plenty of examples of. of activities that all our current grads have done um 
so you've you've got that and uh, other other soft skills. It's 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 a bit of everything to be honest. I would say it, it's it's a really nice program, and yeah, as um, as Becky was saying, it's it, it definitely is a, a real job from day one. But alongside alongside your sort of technical learning, you're, you're learning all sorts as well in, in in terms of you know you know teamwork, communication. There's all sorts of public speaking events that you can go to, and I think being a STEM ambassador really helps that as well because. It, you're not just learning how to communicate to one group of people you know you might one day you might have sorts of primary school age kids coming in to to look around and the next you might be at a com- conference in Spain for example so you know there's yeah. there's such a variation such a variation I think as well what I like about the STEM ambassador idea is that you're actually inspiring people as well you know people from such a young age that they might not know um, what they want to do when they're older you know they'll, they'll remember you know Becky like you were saying about the, the the zoom sessions and everything else they will remember back to this day when you know hopefully me and Jess will be interviewing if we're not too old interviewing a grad or an intern at SCFC it's like so you know what what inspired you oh there was a lady that I did a webinar with called Becky and she had pink hair <laughs> we'll remember your pink hair Becky and she had pink hair I mean Jess would be like that was 20 years ago we interviewed Becky as well so I think I think it is really good to be you know you, you're inspiring people as, as well as part of the process which which I think is good and another thing that I really like is um, and I think it, this was Becky F that picked up on this about you you are changing people's lives you know this, these things that you're working on at STFC cancer research um, everything else you know with the clean environment and everything you what you are from day one, hands-on experience, but you are changing lives, which again is something that I, I find quite inspiring about STFC. Then I'm going to go back to the script. Sorry about that. Um, so obviously the application process is it's different this year, um, predominantly due to COVID. Um, so what is the application process? So we've made, made a few subtle changes to our recruitment process this year. So first of all, um, we'd ask that all candidates apply online so you can apply through if you find the role on, on grad cracker it will take you um, straight through to our our application portal so all you need to do there is we ask that you submit a cv and a cover letter mm-hmm. uh, obviously really important in the cover letter to explain you know why you're applying motivations things like that and then there's just a bit of an application form to fill out as well you know all the uh, all the usual sorts of bits so once that's done, um, obviously there'll be a, there'll be a, a shortlist, and then you'll get invited through to complete some online tests. Yeah. So we've got a new online test this year, and this is you know this is one of the new stages of our recruitment process. Um, so everyone will have to go through that, and then after that, there's a video interview. So it's it's not too long. There, there'll be around about sort of five five questions or so. So we just want you to tell us a little bit about you know your motivation for STFC, why why you're into science, why you want to go into engineering, for example and a little bit about your technical you know, your technical knowledge as well that you've learned through university and then finally and this is i suppose this is the big the big change due to uh, the current situation we're going to run some assessment centers but they're all going to be virtual yeah. so we are trying to make it as close as normal to a you know to a normal assessment center but it will be via via zoom or something like that so yeah. throughout the day you'll have a chance to speak to some current grads um, chance to speak to hiring managers um, and HR as well. You know, there'll be a bit of a HR interview just to find out a little bit more about you as well. Um, but we're trying to keep it as as close to one of our normal assessment centres as possible. So yeah. yeah, that's our recruitment process for this year. And that's the same for both graduates and placements as well. 
Okay, and just to pick up on a couple of things that you just mentioned there, Ben. So the online test, what is that? Is that a, a numerical test or general questions and answers? It is, yeah. So it's 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 sort of got three areas, I suppose. So um, it's numerical, deductive, and inductive reasoning as well. Okay. Um, and we'll have some hints and tips on our on our website as well that you can go and have a look at. Say if if you've not done something like that before, but um, they normally take around about twenty minutes or so to complete um but yeah it's sort of spread across those three areas yeah okay and then what we'll do ben at the end of this um we'll we'll take the information and make sure it's live on grad cracker as well so if you do if you are at that stage of your journey um obviously make sure you do your research look at all the information that the, there is on the hub as well um so you can be prepared um for those tests um Again, just picking up on the application process, Ben, so how long from start to finish does the application process take? That's the first part of the question. And second part, so we're opening up on Monday, for example, um, for your year long and your grad positions. When would a student find out if they're successful um, to those positions? And then come the new year, when we open for your summer, when would they hear if they're successful? Yeah, so... Um, all of our assessment centres for our, well, both graduates and, and placements as well, um, are running sort of from very end of December, just before Christmas, and then throughout January as well. So it will take, it will take around about a couple of months or so okay. uh, until, until we get to that stage. And then with summer placements, um, again, you know, we're probably looking to do interviews, uh, yeah, a couple of months, so April time, okay. uh, early spring. Yeah. Um, in terms of finding out you know, after after those those events, we, we try to get back to people really quickly. Um, we aim for near enough the, the following day after the interview. Yeah, that's yeah. um, so we do try and be as quick as possible there. Super. And what what's next year looking like for the grads and the interns? Is it going to be you know a virtual start, or is that kind of up in up in the air? Hard to say at the moment. It's yeah. hard to say. Um, so we are predominantly working from home at the moment. Yeah. Um, we do have, you know, sort of critical staff to keeping our keeping our, our facilities running are on site, um, but you know, essentially those that can can work and work well from home um, currently are working from home. So, so Matt, I know that you've probably done your entire placement so far from home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's really yeah, it's really hard to say. I think I think we just have to we'll see how it goes over the next few yeah. months. Of course, graduates are starting, will be starting September 2021 and placement students starting sort of June, July time again, 2021. So we've got a bit of time. We just need to see how, see how things go. I think that's, I think that's common across the board to be honest with you. And I think a lot of employers are still uncertain about what they're going to do. Um, but yeah, what, what we're trying to do as, as Grad Cracker as a business, we're trying to keep um, all of our audience um, up to date with what the plans are for our, for our recruiters so for example um, as soon as Ben knows what, what it's looking like next year then obviously he'll let us know and then we'll, we'll make sure it's included on the, on the hub. Um, so Ben just to, just to finish off with you then what key hints and tips would you give a student um, or graduate applying to STFC? Oh, I think that yeah there are three three main ones I was having a think before before this about what, what I think they are because actually three you know you could I could sit here and go off. <laughs> I think one of the most important things to all applicants is to be yourself. Yeah. You know, one of the key things is, yeah, of course, we, you know, we want to see whether the position's right for you. But at the same time, we want you to be seeing whether 
STFC is, is right for you as well. So, so really do be yourself, um, convey your, your enthusiasm, your motivation, tell us why, tell us why you got into engineering and, and yeah. you, you want to sort of go down this route. So that's one of them. Um, a second, I think a second hint, hint and tip is, is probably to make sure that you've reviewed the job advert as well in, in full. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all of our job ads, they'll all be on Gradcracker. So you can, you can go and read through all of them there um, and there'll be, you know, full sort of what you'd expect sort of day to day and, and what your responsibilities might be. And, you know, once, once you know that and you know exactly what you'll be doing, you'll in, in the application form cover letters and things like that, you'll be able to really pick out the right points to tell us why, you know, why you want this job, why you're the right person. Um, and then that sort of leads on to point, yeah, on to sort of the third one, really, which, as I say, you know, just in your cover letter on the application form, really, really tell us about why you think you're the right person, you know, why this job is, is suitable for you, why you want this placement, motivation, you know, any technical knowledge as well, you know, anything that you've learned that you think might, yeah, actually, this is going to be this is going to be appropriate for this role. So tell us about it. You know, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to sort of write a, a whole, a whole uh, cover letter about why you, why you think you're suitable because yeah, we, we, that's exactly what we want to see. Yeah. Thank you very much. But yeah, it's been, it's been really interesting to, to hear from you all today. And I think as well, you know, I say it, say it nearly every week, but it's, you can't not do enough research um, so make sure you do all your research, make sure, even reference it, you know, if I was a student and I was sat, sat here watching this webinar, I would tell, you know, Ben and the recruiters that I watched your webinar, it was really insightful and this is what made me want to work for STFC. You know, mention the points that the, Be the Beckys have made and Matt has made as well and, you know, use them as their, their, and their experiences to make you think, oh, actually, that's why I want to apply and, and reference that, you know, this is what Ben um, and his team there really want to see. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody. I'm just conscious of time. Um, it's been really, 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 really interesting. Thank you for all joining us today. Um, remember everybody who's watching, you can re-watch the STFC webinar. Um, it should be live um, tomorrow and we'll break it up into different sections, careers advice, student journeys and everything else. And that will be on the site on Monday um, within the Career Centre. So make sure you go and check it out to have a look. As I said at the start, um, STFC are opening up their year-long placements and graduate opportunities on Monday. So follow them now so you don't miss out. Apply as soon as you can. Um, obviously, you know, opportunities might close a little bit sooner than expected. And students who are looking for a summer placement for 2021, make sure you follow to be alerted in January when they open their opportunities. Honestly, working in graduate recruitment, I'm just wishing my life away. I'm always thinking about next year all the time. <laughs> It's, it's driving me crazy. Um, our next webinar, yes, yeah, so thanks STFC, you've been, you've been brilliant. Um, just to introduce the next webinar, so next week we are with ABB. Um, I can't wait, the, the head of talent there, Jackie, is an absolute fan. She's, she's lovely, I've worked with Jackie for about 10 years now and she's brilliant. Um, so I'm really excited to be joined by Jackie. Um, ABB is a fascinating um, global engineering company they cover a range of industries from electrification to robotics, automation, motion. So looking forward to seeing them next week. Um, register now. So you might be reminded to um, attend the webinar and I'll see you next week. But just to finish with STFC, thanks very much for all joining us and take care and we'll speak to you all soon. Bye everyone. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye 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 bye. bye.